Let's solve some of your biggest email marketing concerns. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. You have a great website, right? Well, make sure you host it at some place that doesn't suck. Hey, it's Brad Newman, fellow VO pro for 28 years and owner of UpperLevelHosting.com. People ask why us, and that's simple. We make it easy, respect your time, save you money, and just make all the magic happen. You don't need to know all the tech stuff when it comes to hosting your website. We got you. Ask around tens of thousands of client interactions later and six years of amazing customer service and not a single negative complaint ever. UpperLevelHosting.com. The VOpreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original Everyday VOpreneur. Hello and welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. I'm Mark Scott, the original Everyday VOpreneur, ready to drop some more actionable, practical advice on you that you can use to grow your voiceover business. This week's episode is inspired by a number of recent coaching sessions that I have done where... Some of the same questions keep coming up over and over and over again. And I realized that these are questions that I've been answering for years, and they're probably questions that I'll continue to answer for years to come. But maybe if I could put them in a podcast episode, at least it would give me something that I could very quickly and easily refer you to and say, hey, check out this episode. It's going to solve all of the questions that you have about email marketing. Okay, maybe it's not going to solve all of the questions that you have about email marketing. But what I do want to talk about today are five things that I think you absolutely need to understand about email marketing. And some of these things are inspired by the introductory email workshops that I've been running right now. And you can visit vopreneur.com to see if there's a workshop available. Uh, They sell out pretty quickly though, but I want to just dive into some of the most common questions that keep coming up because I want to put your mind at ease because I know that these questions that you are struggling with, that you are asking over and over and over again, these are the things that are hanging you up. These are the things that are actually keeping you from doing the email marketing. And I want you to just do the thing. So if we can address some of these things, maybe that will help you to just do the thing. So here we go. Five things you need to understand about email marketing. And number one is no, you are not being annoying. Would you repeat this after me, please? No, I am not being annoying. One more time. No, I am not being annoying. I I really want you to internalize that. I really want you to drive that home because hands down, by the widest of wide margins, The number one reason why voice actors are not doing email marketing is because they are convinced that by doing email marketing, they are being annoying. But say it with me, no, I am not being annoying. Now, let me add a couple of caveats to that. You are not being annoying if you are being relevant. You are not being annoying if you are being personal. You are not being annoying if you are building relationship. You are not being annoying if you are adding value. If you are blindly and randomly sending generic messages to as many people as humanly possible and hoping that if enough spaghetti hits the wall, some of it will stick, 
then yes, you are being annoying. If you are being desperate, constantly begging for new voiceover opportunities, then yes, you are probably being annoying. But if you can avoid those things, which you can, then say it with me. No, I am not being annoying. I want your emails to be targeted and relevant. If your emails are targeted and relevant, then you are going to be fine. And what does that look like? Now, I always say that emails need to be personalized. The problem is that the term personalization sometimes is misunderstood. I don't need the email specifically to be personalized to the individual that you're sending it to, although that is a way of personalizing. But sometimes a way of personalizing is simply by providing the right audience with the right information. So for example, if you got a brand new e-learning demo and you are going to send out an email to all of your e-learning clients, that becomes a personalized message. And that is not annoying. Now, if you were to send that e-learning demo to all of your commercial clients who don't do e-learning, that is not personal. And yes, that might be annoying. So remember that if you are being relevant, you are not being annoying. So always ask yourself that question before you go to send any of these emails. Is this email relevant? Is it targeted? Is it personalized? Does it add value? If it is doing all of those things or any of those things, then you're fine. And repeat after me, no, I am not being annoying. Now, one of the reasons why voice actors assume that they are being annoying is because every single email that they write doesn't get responded to. Let me give you a really great example of how we're going to squash that thought process. If you're listening to this podcast right now, there is a distinct possibility that you are signed up to get emails from me. And if you're not, by the way, you should. Go to vopreneur.com forward slash 12 demo tips. vopreneur.com forward slash 12 demo tips. Sign up, get a freebie from me, and you'll be on my email list. But anyway, that's another side note. Chances are, if you're listening to this right now, you are on my email list. And I can tell you, because I see the analytics, I do not get a 100% open and a 100% response rate. But even though I know that you are not opening and responding to all of my emails, you're still letting my emails land in your inbox. Now, if I was being annoying, would you still let my emails land in your inbox? Absolutely not. See, you don't respond to all of my emails, but it's never occurred to me that I'm being annoying. I just assume that you don't need what I have to offer right now, or that particular email didn't strike your fancy, or whatever it is. But as long as you're not unsubscribing, then I assume that you want to continue to hear from me. And so you obviously, I think, don't find me annoying. So if that's the way that you respond to email lists that you're a part of, and my guess is you are getting emails from all kinds of products, services, brands, retailers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And my guess is you're subscribed to all kinds of newsletters. And my guess is that you are not opening and responding to every single one of those emails. But you also don't find them annoying because you know there's going to come a point where you want what they have to offer. The same thing could be said for your voiceover marketing emails. Just because somebody doesn't respond 
doesn't mean they find you annoying. It probably just means they don't need you right now. But when they do need you, they want you to be in the inbox. So I say again, if you are being personalized, if you are being relevant, if you are building relationships, if you are adding value, then one more time, no, my emails are not annoying. So you could just let that mindset go and free yourself so that you can move on and start doing the thing. Start sending the emails. So that's number one. Number two, no is not a bad thing. I know that when we're doing our marketing emails, and I think this, it's got to be the creative side of us. It's got to be because of the creative side of our brain. We, we have this intense desire, all of us. I've learned this very quickly uh, in doing my coaching. We want to be liked and we want to be liked by everyone. And we don't like it when we're not liked. And so if we send a marketing email to somebody and they don't like us, our perception, by the way, but by like us mean they don't immediately reply that they love us and they want to work with us, then we automatically go to a very dark place. And it's even worse if they respond back that they are not interested. Do you know how many Facebook groups are filled with posts from voice actors who are sharing stories of their rejections to their marketing emails? Because we want everybody to like us. We want every email to be a yes. We don't want to think that there might be somebody out there who doesn't want to work with us. Or we don't want to think that we wrote a really bad email and so that's the reason why they're not interested. But the reality is, no is not a bad thing. In fact, no is a great thing. I don't sweat no at all. No tells me straight up they don't want to work with me. Now I don't have to wonder. No is a blessing. No is a gift. When I get a no from one of my marketing emails, that's one less person that I need to maintain communication with. That's one less person that I have to keep straight in my CRM. That's one less person that I'm focused on building a relationship with, which gives me more time to devote to another person who actually does want to work with me or does want to hear from me or does want to build a relationship with me. No is not a bad thing. No is a gift. If you send a marketing email and you get a rejection, that is somebody who is probably never going to hire you anyway. So they just gave you a gift. Don't sweat it. Don't get hung up there. Don't get all caught up in your head where you start questioning your relevance and questioning your skill and questioning your ability. Don't let yourself get derailed where now you're not going to send any more marketing emails for a month because your feelings got hurt or whatever. It was a gift. Take it as a gift. Now, if they specifically say, no, I will never work with you because your demos are garbage, you know, we maybe need to evaluate that. But I don't know that that's ever happened. If they specifically wrote you and said, no, I don't want to work with you because your email was the worst email I've ever received in the history of my life, you know, there's, there's something there that we should address before you send more emails. But again, don't know that I've ever heard of that happening to anybody. Usually, it's just a company that doesn't need you. 
and that's okay. Every time a plumber calls your house, no, you know what? Forget plumbers, duct cleaning. Every time somebody calls your house for duct cleaning, do you accept it? No. Why? Because you don't need duct cleaning. So you say, no, I don't need duct cleaning. Does it mean you hate this person? No. Does it mean you wish them ill? No. Does it mean you want to track them down and take their phone and email away so they can never contact anybody again? No, it doesn't mean any of that. It just means you don't need them. It's no different for a voice actor. Some of the people that we reach out to just don't need us and that's okay. By telling us no, they freed us up to have more time to go find the ones that do need us. No is not a bad thing. Don't sweat no. Don't get hung up on no. That's number two. In this particular episode, I'm talking about email marketing and some of the different things that you need to know and understand for email marketing, but I teach all kinds of different marketing for voice actors, and I offer a lot of different resources as well, and I've got a new one that you might be interested in, and it's free. You can go to vopreneur.com forward slash 12 demo tips. That's vopreneur.com forward slash 12 demo tips. I'll put it in the show notes. And at that website, you're going to be able to download a free PDF that I've created that offers 12 different strategies for how you can market your voiceover demos. 12 things that some of them maybe you've thought of, some of them you probably haven't, and each one of them I think will inspire you to some new ideas for how you can get your demos out there. Remember, part of what you need to be doing to grow your voiceover business is getting your demos in front of new people every single day. And using these 12 tips is going to help you to do that. If you want the free download again, it's vopreneur.com forward slash 12 demo tips. That's vopreneur.com forward slash 12 demo tips. Now back to our show. Number three, quit obsessing over open rates. Open rates are by and large an utterly useless metric today. Once upon a time, there was some value in open rates, but now open rates are so completely inaccurate that there is just not a whole lot of relevance to them. In fact, if you go into any email marketing software, and I've used MailChimp, I've used Drip, I use Kajabi, I've, I've used a bunch of different email marketing software. Some of them actually have disclaimers now that warn you against paying attention to open rates and warn you against taking actions based on open rates because open rates have become irrelevant. There is so much technology out there now that blocks tracking pixels, which that's how open rates are tracked. A piece of code, a little pixel gets embedded into your email and it pings that, oh, this email was opened. But there are so many different ways that those tracking pixels are getting blocked now that it really doesn't matter anymore. So you could send out an email And it could show that you have a 10% open rate, but in reality, you might actually have a 45% open rate. Or you might have a 65% open rate. Or you might have a 20% open rate. But nobody really knows because it's not an exact science. But we obsess over open rates. Everybody that's using Nimble talks about open rates in Nimble because if you send group messages with Nimble, you can get open rates. Or if you send single emails, like I use Gmail, it's integrated with Nimble. I have the ability to send emails through Gmail that get tracked and it will ping Nimble if that email gets opened, right? It's, it's cool that that technology is there, 
but it's not an exact science anymore. And that's no fault of Nimble and it's no fault of Gmail. It's just privacy. It's built into operating systems like Apple, where there's the ability to turn off tracking pixels. It's, it's messed with email marketing. It's messed with social media advertising, all kinds of things. So you need to stop obsessing over open rates. Let me tell you the only metric that you really need to pay attention to, your response rate. If you're doing cold email marketing and you are not getting at least a 10 to 15% response rate, that's a problem. That's the metric you need to pay attention to. That's the metric you need to be tracking. Forget open rates. Focus on response rates. Now, number four almost ties back to the whole near not being annoying thing. But number four is if they don't want to hear from you, they will unsubscribe. In my introductory email marketing workshop, part of what I teach in that class, one, one segment of the, the teaching I actually give a screenshot of my inbox and I show all of the series of emails that were sent over the span of three years, three and a half years, I think, actually, from the time that I sent the initial email to a new lead until the time that that individual ultimately hired me for a job. It was over three years. So I share this screenshot and the very first comment that gets made every time I teach this class is all of those emails that didn't get opened, weren't you worried about being annoying? No. No, I wasn't because we talked about that earlier. No. My emails are not annoying. As long as they were continuing to allow me to get into their inbox, it was my assumption that there was still a hope and a possibility there. Because what do you do if you don't want to hear from somebody anymore? You hit the unsubscribe button. And hey, what did we say? No is not a bad thing. Every person that unsubscribes, that's a gift. That's a blessing. That is not a statement on you and your voiceover work. It's not a statement on how you run your business. It, it's not a personal attack against you. It's a gift. It's a blessing. It's one less person that you need to maintain contact with who was never going to hire you anyway. But in the meantime, if you have been sending follow-up emails once a quarter for three years and none of those emails have been responded to, absolutely, 100%, unequivocally, do not stop sending those emails. If that person has allowed you to remain in their inbox consistently over three years, they're still interested. Maybe they don't need you yet. Maybe they don't have the right project for you yet. But they are obviously still interested. Because if they weren't still interested, they would what? They would unsubscribe. So, again, coming back to our desire to be liked and loved. It's universal among voice actors, myself included. Don't get me wrong. When people don't respond to our emails, we start to question. We start to doubt ourselves. We start to doubt our abilities. We start to think that we're being annoying. We start to worry that we're ticking people off. We, we, we go again to these dark places. It's the human brain. It's predisposed to negativity bias. That's science. It's been proven. I'm telling you, don't let yourself go there. If they continue to allow your emails in their inbox, 
there is a reason why they want them. Keep sending them. Stay in the inbox. Because one of these days, your email is going to land and they are going to reach out and they are going to say, you're the exact fit for this project. And if you had given up on all of those marketing emails because you weren't getting responses, because you thought you were being annoying, you're going to miss out on that job, which could be the first of many. But if you recognize that if they don't want to hear from you, they'll unsubscribe, then you just relax and keep sending the emails. Relax and keep sending the emails. That's number four. Number five, five things you need to understand about email marketing. Stop overthinking. This is a universal truth that applies to every aspect of my teaching, every aspect of my coaching, every aspect of my mentorship, every aspect of my business. Stop overthinking. Stop overthinking your email marketing. When I do my introductory email workshops, and again, if you're interested in a workshop, head to vopreneur.com, see if there's one available. It's a great class. I love teaching it. One of the things that I do in my email workshop is I put a lead on the screen. And then I say, you have five minutes to write an email to this lead and get it in my inbox. Five minutes. And then I actually set a timer. And when I do it, people freak out. Their faces go white. Their butts clench. They start to sweat. Their heart starts to race. They can't handle it. Why? Because they spend 25 minutes writing an email, 35 minutes writing an email, an hour writing an email, because they're overthinking. And the reason why I do this exercise, it's absolutely intentional. I do it to prove that you can. I do it to prove that if you would just get out of your own way, and if you would just stop overthinking every aspect of your email, and if you just wrote it and just sent it, you could do it. So all of those same people, and, and I've, I've run a dozen of these workshops now, and, and every time it's 10 voice actors, and every time it's sold out, and, and every time it's the same result. All of these people who swore that it was impossible to write an email in five minutes, get that email in my inbox. And almost every time without fail, the email that they got in my inbox is a great email, an email that could absolutely be sent. Then I say, if I gave you 30 minutes, would you have taken it? And everybody raises their hand. Everybody says they would have taken 30 minutes if I gave it to them. And my point to them was the email that they wrote in 30 minutes would not be as good as the email that they wrote in five. Because in five minutes, you don't have time to overthink. But in 30 minutes, you got plenty of time to overthink. Maybe that's the trick. Maybe when you're sitting down to write your marketing emails, you actually need to set a timer. You actually need to get Siri to give you a five-minute timer so that you can have that accountability, so that you can force yourself to just write it and send it and not overthink it. You're overthinking the personalization. You're overthinking on the research. You're overthinking on who you're going to send it to. You're overthinking on whether or not it's the right company to send it to in the first place. You're overthinking on the content that you're writing in it. You're overthinking on whether or not you're being annoying. 
You're overthinking on whether or not they're going to like you. You're overthinking on whether or not your demos are good enough. You're overthinking on whether or not you should send them demos or send them an attachment. You're, you're nodding your head as I'm saying this, aren't you? And it's okay. It's, it's okay. I'm putting this out there because I understand. I have these conversations with voice actors every day. I do coaching sessions with voice actors every day. And we talk about this same stuff. If you would just stop overthinking your emails your business would probably double in size, maybe even more, because you would actually be able to send the emails and send them at scale. Not send one or two a day, send 10 or 20 a day. And not do it once or twice a week, do it five days a week and do it for a year. And because you recognize that you're not being annoying and because you now understand that no is not a bad thing, and because you're no longer obsessing over metrics like open rates, and because you're no longer getting your feelings hurt when they unsubscribe, because you're just knowing that you have something of value to offer that will make this person's business better, you're just getting out of your way and sending the dang email. If you get nothing else from this episode, get that. Just get out of your way and send the dang email. So there you go. Five things you need to understand about email marketing. Embrace these five things and you are going to reduce your stress load. Embrace these five things and you are going to increase your productivity. Embrace these five things and your whole mindset towards email marketing is gonna shift. And when your entire mindset towards email marketing shifts, and shifts in a positive direction, wow. Like now you're going to find out how much money you can make in voiceover. So look, if you need help with your email marketing, I can help you. If you need help with your email marketing, I want to help you. If you need to figure out how to get out of your head and, and just do the thing, I can help you. There are a lot of different options that are available to you at vopreneur.com, including private coaching I'll sit down with you and look at your emails and walk you through it. I will listen to all of those fears that you have and help you overcome them. We can talk about strategy and lead generation and subject lines and all of those fun things. I will do whatever I can to help you to just get out of your own way and send the dang email. Five things you need to understand about email marketing. You are not being annoying if you are being relevant. No is not a bad thing. Quit obsessing over open rates. If they don't want to hear from you, they'll unsubscribe and stop overthinking. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one. The Everyday Vopreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. Having your voiceover demos easily playable and downloadable on your website is essential. The VoiceSam player lets you do that across any device and browser. There are also options for adding play buttons in your email signature, tracking your listens, and even putting videos in your demo player. Sign up now at voicezam.com slash markscott and receive an instant $25 credit. For full details and to claim this offer, visit voicezam.com slash markscott. And see. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. 
Want more VOPreneur goodness? Jump online at VOPreneur.com.